This is Inner Healing Paths podcast. Here we discuss the healing of the mind, body, soul, and spirit through a variety of different paths. We have emotional and spiritually minded conversations centering on ancestral healing, psychology, astrology, yoga, meditation, magic, and indigenous spiritual practices of the world. I am your host, Rosa Shetty, and I am so happy you are here. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Rosa. Thank you so much for joining. I know it's been a very long time since I've shared a new episode here on the podcast. The last episode I shared was in August and we're in December now, so it's been several months. And I definitely miss this space. I miss this community. I miss talking with people, the interviews and and just, you know, the, everything that goes into podcasting. Um, but little by little, I'm getting back into the swing of things. Um, this particular episode is just a very brief catch up episode on what's been going on with me. Some of the things that I've been through in the last few months that, that I want to share with you all. And, you know, in the hopes that it will help you on your journey and, and also, um, maybe give just a, a little bit of some of the strategies and the things that have helped me cope during this time. Uh, before I do that, I just want to give a brief disclaimer. This podcast episode does not treat or diagnose any physical or mental health condition. This episode does not substitute for health or mental health services of any kind. So I just want to start off by saying 2023 has been a, a roller coaster, emotional roller coaster of a year. Um, there's been a lot of changes in, in my family dynamics, in my life with the folks around me. Um, you know, I started off the year, the first, I would say the first uh, four or five months of the year, um, both of my parents got very, very sick. Um, at some point, my mom and my dad were in and out of the hospital like a week apart. Um, my mom is better. She's, she's doing really well. My dad is not doing so well. Um, his health is deteriorating. So, you know, is at this point in life, I'm almost 40. I think most people that, that live, um, and have their, are lucky enough to have their parents, um, alive at this point, um, go through that, right. Aging parents. Um, I think I heard, I heard somewhere the term sandwich generation to refer to folks that have aging parents that need care and support and also have their own children that, that you're caring and, and raising. So definitely feeling that sense of being in the middle, you know, a lot of times as much as I would love to, to attend and take care of uh, my dad or my mom more um, because I have a, a little one, you know, my daughter is three and I, you know, have a lot of responsibilities and work and family life. I'm not able to <clears throat> physically, uh, do all the things that I would love to be able to do for my parents. Um, so, so it's been that juggling that, um, then fast forward to May or yeah, around May. Um, I found out that we were having a baby. So of course we're really excited about that. Um, and then unfortunately, um, 
a few weeks later, or actually a couple months later, um, we had a loss of the pregnancy. And for me, you know, this was a very, very um, new and difficult and uh, just a roller coaster of emotions. Um, I've never experienced a pregnancy loss. And because I, I do, I, prior to having my, my first daughter, I did go through a long journey for fertility and just concept, you know, conception. Um, after that, that this pregnancy lost, it was like all of those triggers, all of that just came back. The, the triggers of, and the, of the fear of what if, you know, I, I'm not able to, and what if that, and, you know, and all the anxiety that comes with trying to have a baby and for, for folks that have experienced the fertility journey, um, it is pretty brutal. <laughs> and like I said, I, I went through that with my daughter and with my daughter, um, you know, it took a, it took a while to be able to, to get pregnant, um, with her, um, during my twenties, I developed, um, autoimmune condition. I also was told I had PCOS. So I, I kind of always knew since my twenties that it would be hard, you know, when, whenever, if, and when I, I ever try. So when that time came, um, and sure enough, it, it wasn't happening. Um, it was, um, it was a very, very much, a humbling experience, a experience of surrender, um, of having to, of the process of just anticipatory grief, you know, of, of the unknown and the possibility that this may not happen for us. So it was a, it was just roller coaster of emotions, as you can imagine. So fast forward to this year, um, in having that pregnancy loss, all of that just came rushing back. And once again, I, I found my myself in that place of really, really wanting to have a baby, and yet uh, my body, you know, timing, saying it's not the time, or not now, or you know, un, I, not knowing if it will ever be again for me. So, you know, so it it was um, it was a difficult time. Um, I, I did go through that with the love and support of my husband. Definitely didn't do it alone. Uh, my daughter, you know, just taking care of her, playing with her, being, being present, um, helped me cope. Uh, my books, you know, talking to my therapist, um, having my mom, my mom's support, having her come over and just spend time with me. Um, you know, friends that, that called me. Um, I had a friend who came out I, after she put her kids to sleep I think it must be like it was around 10 p.m and and she said um you don't have to get out of the out of the house just open your door and there's something for you at your doorstep and she had left um, flowers and, and my favorite coffee and it was just those those little things that really really make a difference when you're going through a difficult time um how and who shows up for you um helps you cope and it helps you work through it um it helps you navigate the dark dark times in your life so i was uh just so grateful to to have it you know everyone that, that showed up for me um 
earlier in the year, I booked, um, I booked a meditation retreat with um, Dr. Lidiana Garcia and Natalie Gutierrez. And this meditation retreat, um, I had planned it. I had no idea I was going to be going through what I went through. Um, and it was going to be for July and sorry, no, and end of June. And, um, and it was the best thing that I could have ever done for myself. Um, especially because, um, the retreat happened a week after I went through, through the loss and it was truly, um, an opportunity for me to replenish, to, to sit in nature, to be in nature, to be with other women and to connect and to heal and to process. Uh, we did, we did a lot of meditation, a lot of processing, a lot of, um, healing, nourishing activities for our heart, for our mind, for our soul. We did a cacao ceremony. We did a fire ceremony. It was just so beautiful. And it was exactly what my, what my heart, my mind, my spirit needed at that time. And I want to talk a little bit about surrender. Um, the, the idea of surrender mentally, emotionally to what is, is, um, or has been for me, um, one of the most powerful experiences of my life. Uh, I've noticed that when I try to make something happen, when I force something to happen, or when I mentally just focus on making something happen, it doesn't always work out or it doesn't happen at all. Um, there was a point in the, in the retreat when I was in Puerto Rico and we were doing a meditation and having just, um, experienced the loss. And like I said, all the fears and all the, the triggers of the past, um, traumas and difficulties around fertility. I was, I remember just laying down, um, doing a meditation and just having a very intense visual, uh, in my mind's eye, I saw, um, I saw a lot of elements that for me were symbolic of, of just letting me know that I was okay that I was going to be okay. And I felt that sense of surrender. I felt that sense of, you know, God, the universe, they got me. And, and I, I felt physically and emotionally and spiritually that sense of surrender in that moment in Puerto Rico. And prior to this, um, I would say four years prior, maybe almost five years prior to this, I remember another powerful moment of surrender and the, the surrender of, of, you know, God, I don't know if it's in the books for me to, to be a mom, to have a baby, but if, if it is, or if it isn't, I'm going to surrender this to you and I will be okay no matter what. And I, and I felt that in my bones, that I would be okay no matter what. And that experience of surrender um, was powerful for me. Um, but it came after reading a book. You know, um, it was a book by the Buddhist philosopher Thich Nhat Hanh. 
And it was, um, it was just a, a simple, I, I think I was just, maybe I was emotionally and spiritually ready for that, but I read a, a passage in one of his books that just clicked. And in that moment, I felt that sense of peace that comes with surrendering to what is. And I have the book with me here. I wanted to read a little part of it um, because it's so simple and beautiful. And for me, it's it was that last piece that I needed to help me surrender and give it up and just be with my process, with my life, with with what I was at that moment. The book is called No Death, No Fear. And I'm going to read this part um, to you in, in the hopes that it will help you on your journey and whatever it is that your journey is about. I think it's still um, very, very powerful for anybody that is wanting something to happen. And it goes like this. What do you think birth is? Most of us think birth means that something begins to exist where something didn't exist before. In our mind, we have the concept that birth means that from nothing, you suddenly become something. From no one, you suddenly become someone. Most of us would define birth like that. Looking deeply, we see that this definition is not sound. From nothing, you cannot become something. From no one, you can never become someone. Before your so-called birthday, you were already there in your mother. So that moment of childbirth is only a moment of continuation. Look and see if you can find that moment that you have become something from nothing. Was it at the moment of conception in the womb of your mother? That is not correct either, because before that, there had been something else. Maybe half in your father, half in your mother, maybe one third in your father, one third in your mother, one third in the cosmos. There were many somethings that were already there. If something existed already, it does not need to be born. The time when a mother is in labor and then gives birth is not really the moment of birth. It's just a moment of the coming into the world from the womb. In Zen, we like to ask the question, what did your face look like before your grandmother was born? Ask yourself this question and you will begin to see your own continuation. You will see that you have always been there. The moment of your conception is a moment of continuation, of manifesting in another form. If you keep looking, you will see that instead of birth and death, there is only continuing transformation. And that's the end of, of that part of the book. Um, and I highlighted, I put a heart next to it. It's found on page 72 if you get the book. So sometimes this moment of surrender, of giving up, of giving up not in the sense like you're not going to, you're losing hope, but giving up to the universe, to God, and to, to let it be. Um, you know, can this these moments can come after reading a simple story, watching a movie, I know that I've, I've watched movies throughout my life that just are just so moving and help me in that moment, work through something that I had been trying. And, and it was that just that last piece that just made everything click. Uh, sometimes it happens through conversations with friends. Sometimes it happens walking, walking your dogs, nature, being in nature. Um, 
So for me, uh, I think about two months after, after reading this book, um, we took a trip and in that trip, I, you know, I really forgot about my journey trying to have a baby and we just had fun and we just enjoyed ourselves. And, and, um, yeah, I think about a month after that, we, we got pregnant and now we have our daughter and she's three years old. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, again, I, I don't know a lot of times, you know, it happens like that when you, you know, I've heard so many stories of folks that, um, try to have a baby and, and they, you know, they come to peace with, with the idea of not being able to have a baby, um, on their own or, you know, get pregnant and carry the baby on their own and they turn to other options or they end up adopting. And once they do that, they, they actually get pregnant. So, you know, there's something, there's something, um, about that idea of letting, letting it go of letting go of the result of, of that we want or letting go of, um, the fixation of, of that something that we want needs to happen in order for us to, to be okay. There's something to that. There's a, I, and I don't know, I don't know exactly what it is. Um, but it happened for me. Um, and, and then, like I said, uh, this year I had another powerful moment like that in Puerto Rico and I came back from the trip and two weeks after that, um, we got pregnant again. So, so it was, um, yeah, so we were so excited and so happy and cautious, you know, um, I remember feeling very nervous, even telling people and, you know, uh, but yeah, it's, so that happened and I'm, uh, excuse me, <laughs> I am now six months pregnant. Uh, we're going to have a baby in, in spring and we're just uh, so excited. We're so excited and so happy and we feel so blessed. Um, so <laughs> all that story, um, all that was, you know, just to, to say, um, this is why I haven't been as, um, active on my podcast <laughs> and honestly, you know, and energy wise, um, it's when you're, when you're, you know, the first trimester and, you know, just almost for me throughout the entire pregnancy, energy is just depleted. Um, but especially the first trimester, it's really, really hard. I was nauseous, um, no energy for anything other than what I absolutely had to do at home, work, my daughter, my husband, um, second trimester it's been a little bit better. Um, I don't have nausea. I don't, I don't have any, any kind of sickness. Um, but still, you know, still tired. Um, but I've noticed that when I'm able to do some of the things that I enjoy doing, for example, um, you know, doing content on social media, doing my podcast. Um, I, I also love doing, um, doing little crafts and little things like that, um, that I get into, for example, right now I'm really into making soaps. Um, and I'm getting into making candles. And so whenever I make time for that, whenever I, I, I'm able, whenever I'm willing to devote time to that, um, it helps my energy. It helps me feel better. It helps me replenish. Um, it helps balance, balance my life and all the, the things that I must do, the responsibilities with the, with the things that I enjoy doing. 
So I think, and I think for all of us, it's, it's very important to, to find something that we enjoy, even if it seems like a waste of time, because there's other more important things that you can be doing. Um, it's not, it's not a waste of time. Um, your joy, your peace in those moments are worth it. And these are the moments that help you keep going and that help you uh, to help with your energy, that help you create and so you can be more present, so you can have the energy to be in all the places and all the roles that you absolutely have to be. So that is it for now. Uh, I do want to give a big shout out to my husband for all his help um, doing the technical aspects of the podcasting. He does all the post-production, which involves editing and which takes actually a long time. Um, so I'm so grateful that he's able to and willing to do that for me. Um, and I will be releasing new episodes uh, very soon. Uh, we're working through those edits now. And if you have any, any questions, any comments, any feedback, feel free to email me. Uh, my email is in the show notes. I also recently um, self-published a meditation book. It's a book on inner child meditations, starting from connecting with your inner baby to connecting with your inner teenager. A couple of years ago, I offered this one as an ebook, and it was free. Um, so what I did, I, I, I used that same book, I edited and just made it, made it more presentable. And now it's available in hard copy through Amazon. And it's $6.99, um, so it's very, very affordable. And I will include the link in the show notes as well if you want to go directly there. So that is it for now, folks. Uh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share this space and for my story to be told and for it to land with you wherever you may be. And I hope that it resonates and I hope that it helps you move along, even if it's just a little bit on your own healing journey. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you next time.